Come on, everybody. Here we go. Up to Neverland. Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where we interview Disney content creators and product producers. We share Disney stories and strategies for how to grow your Disney hobby or business. Here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Our guest today is Kate Juno. I'm so excited to chat with Kate. She's become one of my great friends and within the Disney community. I'm so thankful for all the great content um, that she's able to post and sharing some of that Disney magic. You may know her from her blog, Kate Escapes the Ordinary, or from Instagram or Twitter by her name, Kate Juno. Juno is in Alaska. So Kate, a lot of people are going to be jealous of where you're joining us from today. You're in Epcot, found a little hideaway spot, so that's awesome. We thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. If you can go ahead and introduce yourself and tell a little bit um, about yourself and your blog and your page for someone who's not as familiar with you. Oh, sure. Hi, everybody. Um, I am Kate. Um, I'm always trying to escape the ordinary. Uh, what that means for me is a new adventure every day. Most of the time, they're Disney adventures. Um, Flash fashion adventures. My page is kind of a combo of my love for Disney and my love for kind of putting fun outfits together to wear to Disney and just about anywhere else. So that is a great segue into one of the very first questions that I had is that if you try to nail like your pages and your blog down into a topic, it's somewhat difficult because you have pop culture, you have fashion, you have Disney, kind of all of that combined. Is it really just as simple as that you're sharing things that you're interested in and, you know, the things that you enjoy? That's truly it for me. I mean, I know Instagram really has turned into a, um, you know, like this post, what are the followers liking? What is, you know, what's kind of the, the hot thing to cover. And for me, truly, it's organic. It really is just my passion and my heart and what appeals to me. And I'm very grateful that people seem to respond to it and like it, but it's just no more simpler than that. It's very basic. It's just if it interests me, I put it out there and I mean, people seem to enjoy it and want to share it too. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the best way to do it. And and you can see that um, that uh, you're, you're you're being very genuine in everything that you're putting out there. That it is something that you enjoy doing. So I think that shows through for sure. So I want to turn it back a little bit and talk about where did this love and this passion for Disney and specifically the parks begin, and how has that evolved over time to now you're going you know very often. So. Um... I actually was born and brought home to a Disney nursery. I had a gigantic poster of um, the Silly Symphony Flower in the Trees hanging over my crib and Mickey Mouse sheet. So it pretty much was in my blood to be a Disney <laughs> fan. But I didn't actually um, visit the parks until uh, I was an adult. I did grow up and like never miss a Disney special anything Disney related or Muppet related, I would just watch constantly. And that was kind of like where my love began. Um, I would watch just old Disney, black and white, um, Disney Channel, any kind of Disney Sunday movie, you name it. If it was on, I was going to watch it. And then I started to visit the park um, pretty frequently from about 18 years 
um, old on. And um, I'm originally from the Midwest, and even when I lived in the Midwest, I've had annual passes and frequented the park. But kind of to speed up the process to where I am now and how I'm able to um, visit so often now is I married my husband um, about nine years ago and became a military spouse and moved all over. One of our duty stations was um, Hawaii, so I was able to live very close to Alani and visit quite often. Um, and then I was also fortunate enough to be able to make trips to, to Disneyland um, rather frequently. And then um, in the last few years, during the later part of his career, um, he was deployed and I had the opportunity to actually move closer to the parks and live in Florida. So that's kind of where that evolved to. Well, cool. Well, that is definitely a winding road, but hopefully it's been fun <laughs> along the way. Um, something that I that you mentioned that I'm interested about, and it's kind of uh, maybe not a hot topic, but since you mentioned it, you like the Muppets. I love the Muppets as well. Do you get the feeling that they're slowly being pulled out of the park? Because I know you did a story about that the other day where there's not much merchandise left. And of course, they have the reduced hours for Muppet Vision 3D. How worried are you? I'm not worried. Um, I really think that because Disney Junior has become so popular and Muppet Babies is so popular, I almost get the sense that, you know, it's coming back. I feel like I've read um, here and there that it's, you know, probably going to be a new Disney Junior type thing. So I'm hoping it'll make more of an appearance in a park. Um, I did do my story the other day. Sadly, that the Muppet merchandise was gone in the Muppet store. But when speaking with the manager at that location, she did say that the Muppet babies are quite hot and they're trying to kind of bring more in. So I'm really hoping that that rumor is true. But that being said, no one is more heartbroken than I am that the yellow Muppet balloon is down and it's not going to return. Mm -hmm. Sadly. <laughs> I know. Same here. And that brings me a little bit of relief. Hopefully the Muppet Babies will, will carry on the franchise and, and keep them in the parks. I mean, I guess it's a good sign that they added them to Magic Kingdom for the great moments of history. But I just, after I saw the news that Pizza Rizzo had reduced hours and then Muppet Vision 3D, I just kind of panicked and thought, oh, no, I hope they're not slowly trying to pull them out. It's in a tricky spot because I think that is going to be one of the main accesses into Star Wars and it's going to be a little disconjoined with them right there. So I don't really know what they're going to do, but I really, I'm with you. I hope they don't phase it out. I truly, I love, love, love the Muppets and I just hope they're here to stay in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I do not envy that Imagineer who has to come up with that transition um, from Muppets to Star Wars because I'm sure that will be a... A tough, but I trust that they'll get it right. I almost wondered if they could do maybe a Muppets in Space transition over there. Because Ooh. if you notice when you're walking through Toy Story Land, um, you walk in first and you kind of see Woody and Slinky and character meet and greets, and then you pass back through um, where um, the, uh, oh my goodness, I can't even think of the, the name, not Space Ranger Spin. Choice with the other one. Swirling but, saucers. Um, not swirling saucers. The other one. Oh, uh, um, Midway Mania. The pole, 
Yes, yes, I'm sorry. You <laughs> pass through Midway Mania and then through Alien Saucers. And if you notice that everything ending at Alien Saucers is space-related, and it looks like that's going to be another entranceway into Star Wars. So they've already kind of segue space into space. And I was hoping that maybe they would do Muppet space kind of in towards that other entrance. That would be awesome. It would, would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope you're correct because that would be amazing. I would love that area. So talking about your blog and um, for people who aren't familiar, it's kateescapestheordinary.wordpress.com. What yeah. was it that sparked you wanting to start a blog and then how has that evolved over time or you know, how do you choose what pieces of content that you enjoy writing about um and and how do you kind of develop that process of working on new pieces? I originally kind of started the blog just as a creative outlet, just to see um, what it could be and what I kind of wanted it to be. And over time, because Instagram has become so interactive and now has the story feature, I find myself really doing um, more of that as more mm -hmm. of like a daily blog through Instagram stories. And then if it's um, more of a special piece of content or something that I've gotten several um, direct messages about, then I usually will turn it into blog content and kind of just keep it as more of like a, a, a placemark or a bookmark of where someone could access the information again. But I really feel like Instagram um, stories has kind of been more of a daily blog than anything for me as opposed to just my you know, home base at WordPress. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to approach it that you just kind of follow where you're getting the most interaction, where you're able to meet people the easiest. So that's a that's a wonderful way to do it. So that kind of leads into that a couple things. A, it seems like you know everyone. I can't tell you how many times that I have found a new Disney account to follow or, or found you know a new friend online, look at some of their posts, and you're right there, you're commenting, you're interacting with all these people. So is that just something that you enjoy is going out there, making new friends, being with people in the Disney community and, and you know, and then meeting some of them in real life and, and just forming those relationships? Absolutely. I am a social butterfly. Um, a phrase I use at my home quite often is come put your feet under my table. I want to <laughs> sit down with you. I want to get to know you and I want to make friends with you. I know I hear a lot of negativity um, about the Disney community in general, and I don't I don't happen to see it. I really I look for the good in everybody. I feel like deep down everybody has the, the same love of, you know, Walt and Mickey and the magic that's here. And I just kind of look for the fun and the good folks. And I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm lucky. I've met a lot of great people in the community. So, and I'm happy to always meet more. So if anyone is and sees me, absolutely come to me and say hello because I would love to become friends. Absolutely. So one last question that I wanted to ask, and then we'll jump into the lightning round, is just kind of now that you're visiting the parks on a much more regular basis, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep yourself interested um, to be able to go in every day and experience new things, experience new foods, and be able to share that stuff with your followers? I think it's like what I had said before about it. It really truly is organic. I mean, I share everything from ride experiences to friends I'm hanging out with that day to new merchandise that comes to the park. It's 
it never um, it never gets old. There's so many things to see and do here. I think you could visit Disney every day for a month and have a different experience. I mean, this evening I'm in Epcot and I was able to catch um, the Hooters uh, here for Food and Wine Festival. Um, I know that in Magic Kingdom, the first Christmas party is happening tonight and they're filming the castle lighting. I mean, you can be anywhere at any time and have an amazing experience. So there's always something fresh and new and exciting to see or share. That's perfect. So you do not, I guess you love being a local. Now that you've had that experience, you don't regret it at all. Um, I don't. I I have had people ask, you know, does it get old? Does it does it lose magic? And like I said, for me, it doesn't. It there's always something new to see, and it keeps it fresh and exciting for me. And some of the things that I love most about being here now for the last couple of years is some of the traditional things that come back. I look forward to the day that they put the Christmas decorations up. I love seeing the Halloween decorations each year. And as a local, you have the ability to kind of see some of the tweaks that they do from year to year. Last year was kind of the first year that they really decorated Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood Studios, and it was lovely. They did a great job. But I was there um, on Tuesday night with my friend Annie, and they've really stepped their game up this year. They brought so much of uh, what they had last year back and then added lasers to lighting up um, the Tower of Terror. And they've added more snow and the stars that hang down Hollywood Boulevard were a solid color last year. And this year, the lights kind of dance and twinkle and change. So it's fun to be here and to see those, those little subtle changes because Disney truly is in the details. So I don't know. I, I like that part. It doesn't, it doesn't get old for me. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And that's, I think, man, when my wife and I talk about it, it always just seems like eventually our path is going to lead us to be in Orlando. I guess I don't know for certain, but it just seems like we talk about it enough that that may be something that's on the horizon for us. And that's, I think, what I look forward to the most is being able to just go after work or go in afternoon one day and, and just be able to go walk around World Showcase and see those little details and get the appreciation for the things that you don't have the time to stop for when you're doing a traditional style vacation. So that's awesome. And and I appreciate you sharing your experiences through Instagram and through your blog and everything uh, to share that with people who don't get to do that. Cause I think that's awesome. And, and being able to share some of that magic. Oh, thank you so much. Well, cool. So the next thing that we'll jump into is our lightning round. So I'll just throw out some Disney topics. If you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, so our listeners can get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. So the first one's an easy one. Just name the Disney parks that you have visited. Um, so I've done, let's see, all, of course, all the parks in Orlando, all of the parks in um, California. I have done um, Euro Disney and um, Tokyo Disney. And of all of those, which one is your favorite and why? Oh my gosh. I, that would be like trying to pick a child. <laughs> I, think. I don't think I could. And I, I think I'm, I'm always that way. If people ask me what my favorite park is, it kind of depends on um, the day, the time. Um, same thing with rides within a park. I mean, I definitely have my true tried and true favorite rides, but even within the park, I, I just, I don't know if I could pick a favorite, but I don't know everything. 
<laughs> so maybe maybe <laughs> asking that in a different way, maybe what's your favorite park around Christmas time? I actually was really thinking about this last night. Um, Magic Kingdom has always been a true favorite because that sugar cookie looking castle is just magical. But Hollywood Studios has really upped their game and had some quirky and fun decorations that are just old school holiday. And it's probably a strong tie between those two for me now. Awesome. So next question would be your Disney bucket list trip. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily a destination, but I have, um, I think, more friends and family um, that I would like to experience parks with. Yeah. I would um, definitely like to have um, a few more of my family members and a few closer friends just kind of come down and experience the parks and, and hang out. And I think that's more of a bucket list than just, you know, visiting a park or having a certain type of experience. I love it. That's a great answer. Next would be, well, you kind of already mentioned it, but your favorite ride or attraction, if you can pick one. I'm a big, I think everyone knows this if you do follow me, a huge People Mover fan and a huge Land fan. And I'm also a big Small World fan. I seem to always get stuck on the People Mover. It's kind of become a, a <laughs> long running joke. If you can't find me, I'm pretty much caught on the attraction. But I, I love it. It's very soothing. It's very relaxing. It's kind of a bird's eye view of Tomorrowland. And I don't know. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, whenever you first mentioned it, does the people mover love you back? Or maybe that's it's a way of showing its affection where it can keep you on there longer and let you experience it. I think, I think I'm going with that one. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Good deal. So next would be your favorite snack or a go-to snack. That one is kind of like parks for me. It depends on the day and the time. What I'm currently loving, um, I'm always a Dole Whip girl and a Mickey Mouse bar. I mean, I think that's kind of standard issue. But lately, um, in the pavilion in uh, Italy, in World Showcase, right kind of where they sell the drinks, they have these cookie sandwiches that are to die for. They're fresh-made um, Italian cookies, and you can get gelato sandwiched in between. And I don't know that they're really well known or that people even know where they are, but that snack is kind of probably a must do right now. Yeah, that's a great tip because I've actually never heard of that, but that sounds amazing. So next one would be your favorite Disney restaurant. Mm. And if you need to split it up into table service and quick service, we can certainly do that as well. Okay. Um, gosh. I would have to say that I might do it by um, maybe meal. Okay. <laughs> is that yeah? Is yeah. that a possibility? Okay. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite meals on property and places to go are um, I love the brunch at the California Grill. If you ever get a chance to go, it's delicious. It's pricey, but I really kind of feel like it's a good value for what you get. Your valet parking is included in it. The entire buffet is loaded with sushi rolls. Um, you order uh, entrees of your choice. There's bountiful desserts. Just about anything you can think of is on that um, buffet. So that's probably my, my favorite brunch on property. I'm a big fan of Kona Cafe 
I love getting like their appetizers for lunch. Um, snacks, I like the Flame Tree Barbecue pulled pork um, french fries. Those mm-hmm. are amazing. And then anywhere in World Showcase. I love the beer garden. I love every food festival. Um, right now, I'm currently in a relationship with the Smokehouse Blended Burger from the Earth Eats booth during <laughs> food and wine. And I'm sure I'll have another new favorite when um, the holiday festival begins. Hollywood Studios is um, trickier for me. There's not as much I enjoy there as far as like full meals. Um, that's usually where I, I have my popcorn and snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all great choices. And yeah, it's got me hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> so next one would be outside of the parks, your favorite Disney movie. Oh, Sleeping Beauty. It has everything. It's the comedy. It's a love story. It's action. It's adventure. And it was drawn with a pencil. It just doesn't get any better. <laughs> I love that. I feel like Sleeping Beauty Sometimes, if people are going to go with the classic, a lot of people pick Snow White. It seems like Sleeping Beauty doesn't get as much love as it deserves. She really doesn't. And honestly, she's my very uh, favorite princess. She's just kind and sweet and just, I love it. It's just a classic, classic movie. Mm -hmm. And it's got one of the best Disney villains as well that I feel like it just takes it to another level. Absolutely. And I love the live action. I am very excited to have the live action sequel on its way. Oh, yeah. Me too. So next one would be your favorite Disney song. Once Upon a Dream. Going with the theme. Love it. Next one would be your favorite (laughs) Disney quote, either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. Oh, my gosh. There are so many wonderful, wonderful Disney quotes. Um, probably maybe from, I would say the Muppet movie, Life's Like a Movie, Write Your Own Ending, Keep Believing, Keep Pretending. Yes. Love that. (laughs) If I could give a standing ovation right now, I would. That's amazing. (laughs) So last one of the lightning round would be your favorite Disney memory. Um, gosh, I would just have to say just being with my friends and family in the park and that's it I mean every weekend I have the opportunity to make memories I had a wonderful weekend this past weekend with um, a couple friends in the park I had a friend come in from out of town and visit and stay with me earlier in the week and it just it just doesn't get any better to be able to have fun with people that you love in a place that you love yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. I think that's kind of the evolution of a of a Disney parks lover, I feel like, that once you, it kind of clicks for you that you're just constantly trying to bring other people in and make it click for them so they can experience that same magic that you did. Absolutely. I mean, that's why they say share the magic. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. So last question is something that we ask all of our guests, and it's that if you had any piece of parting guidance or any advice to someone that they have this love or this passion for Disney and they're looking for the right way to express it with a new project, whether that's going to start an Etsy shop or start a blog or start a podcast, whatever it might be, 
what's the advice that you have for that person? Go for it. You've got this. You can do it. And there's going to be no stopping you. If it's your passion and it's what you want to do, you'll do it. I mean, you already have it in yourself and just go for it. Make it, make it whatever you want it to be. It'll be great. Yeah, that is wonderful. I couldn't have said it better myself. So Kate, I thank you so much for taking time out of your visit to Epcot to chat with us. I truly appreciate it. I know our listeners do as well. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners before we head off? Um, nothing in particular, just thank you all so much for listening. And absolutely, if you see me in the park, come say hello. I'm always looking to meet new friends and just enjoy Disney. And that's it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate it. To our listeners, if you're not already, I highly suggest connecting with Kate. Um, you can find her at Kate Juno on Instagram and Twitter, and also kateescapestheordinary.wordpress.com for the blog. So, Kate, thanks again. Sure, thank you. Oh, I would say um, probably that you can find me with Juno spelled like Alaska. Yes. Because I have had people search for me and think it's J-U-N-O, like the teenager in the movie, but it is (laughs) like the capital of Alaska. (laughs) That is a good tip. (laughs) thank you for listening to detour to neverland make sure to subscribe to never miss the new episodes on mondays tuesday and thursday be sure to leave us an itunes review and share the show with your friends to help spread the magic connect with us on instagram at detour to neverland underscore podcast or at detour to neverland.com